What's good, people? Thank you for stepping into the Coach's Box. I'm your host, Coach JP3, joined by Coach K, Coach Murph, and Coach Pace. And we got some good stuff to dig into today. We got All-Star Weekend underway. We got to talk about the Super Bowl last week. And then we're going to tell y'all how to spend y'all's money also this weekend. So we'll start with All-Star Weekend. We're just going to do some predictions for winners for the various competitions and we will start with the Jordan Rising Stars. So you have Team uh, Darren, Team Jokum, Team Powell, and Team Jason. So mm -hmm. Coach Murph, what team you got winning the Rising Stars? All right, so I was split between two. Ultimately, I went with Team Darren. It was between Darren and Powell, but I took team Darren because I like their versatility a lot more with the bigs um because team Powell they don't they don't have one <laughs> so um and I know it's a bunch of skill stuff so I'm assuming that there may be something that um like Walker Kessler or Singoon may have an advantage over uh than some of the other like guards and the uh other teams uh plus uh, Ayo Sumo is taking um, Jalen Green's spot. And for some reason, I felt like if Jalen Green was starting, I wouldn't take them. Jalen Green is too, like, hit or miss for me. But I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Team Darren. Gotcha, gotcha. Coach Pace, who you got in this one? Um, I'm going to take – Really, I'm just going to take Team Powell um, just because I think they'll get rebounds and run. I mean, they're not a bad team. Paolo, only reason I don't, I'm iffy on them is probably because of Paolo, uh, just because he's so hit or miss. But they got shooting. They got Paolo at the big. He's 16. Benedict, I don't know. How tall is Benedict Mathurin? He's like 6'3", 6'4". Are you serious? He played bigger than that. Okay. Um, but I know Scotty Barnes is like 6'8", six, 6'7". Six, so I think they'll be fine. And they're versatile. They can pretty much switch everything. And Jose Alvarado can actually, you know, shoot and facilitate So and play defense. So, I mean, I don't really got any justification for why. But I'm going to just go for them. Yeah, this one's a tough one to gauge because – I think I'm with y'all. I think it's between Darren, Team Darren and Team Powell, too. They, I think they got the best all-around lineups. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Team Darren, uh, partially because I'm a Bones Highland fan, so he's on that team, and I'm gonna, he's a walking bucket. Uh, they have good perimeter shooting, um, athleticism. So, And I think they have the – the more proven folks between the two teams outside of Benedict Mathur being on team pal. Um, so yeah. And Scotty Barnes couldn't make a layup last time in the, in the contest that he was in. So that was just atrocious. Oh my. <laughs> so I deducted a couple points for that. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I got team Darren coach. K, who you got in this one? Yeah, it's team pal. Just cause I like the lineup a little bit better. Uh, this will give Scotty a chance to make up for what he didn't do last time. So. <laughs> and as much as I hate Jose Alvarado, I actually uh, go Wait, why do you hate Jose Alvarado? Like I feel like that's just a random guy to hate. I don't know. He's just he's just loud. He reminds me a lot of like people like uh Patrick Beverly and like anybody that puts me in that mindset, I automatically just have a dislike for it. Mm. Hey, at least you're consistent, Kenny. At least you're consistent. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, next, the three-point shootout. I'm a little disappointed that Anthony Simons won't be able to be in it. Um, I thought he added a really good dimension to the contest. But you have Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, Buddy Buckets, um, Kevin Werter, uh, Damian Lillard, Laurie Markkinen. Julius Randle, who was replacing Anthony Simons, and Jason Tatum. 
So who y'all got for the three-point contest? I'm taking my buddy, my buddy old pal, Buddy Hill. <laughs> Why are you looking at him like that, Coach Chase? <laughs> Man, because that's who I just – I swear, I was looking at I was like, nah, he ain't going – because I was going with Dame, and I was like, if it was a contest of 35 feet, I'd pick Dame. But it's a contest – of at the three point line, so I was like, "Nah, buddy, go win it." Yeah, I, I mean, he can hit it at a high clip. I just feel though that, like everybody that who would assume would be the winners, like game is they're more of like in game shooters. Whereas, like you know, even though, I mean, Buddy's a three point specialist, so yeah. So we got two buddies, and Coach K, who you got? Um, I'm going to have to cite Buddy Hill, too, because, I mean, out of everybody, he has the best percentage, three-point percentage. And I don't know, I would like to see Dane win it just because I'd like to see him win anything. (laughs) <laughs> didn't he win some, did, I think he competed in all events in 2014 they said didn't he win something then but it's been I mean it's been years he went, like, the skills challenge or something like that yeah, yeah. yeah I do recall him holding up something it could have been a 3.1 but I feel like yeah. the skills challenge is more I can recall that yeah okay got buddy but you know Buddy. Buddy's a really good choice. Watch Tyler Hero win. I'm gonna be disgusted. Yeah, I'm gonna be hyped for the Miami boys. And I'm gonna be like, just let that happen in the game too, because you did. No, nah, that ain't happening in the game. That's the problem. Anybody's better than the winner we had last year. So, <laughs> who's the winner last year? Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, Cat, man. Shut up. <laughs> Shut, shut the hell up. <laughs> 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 shut up, Cap, man. Best three best three point shooting big ever. Coach Murph absolutely despises Carl Anthony Towns. Try to poke fun at him at every chance we get. He's whack. You know, I'm gonna go with a dark horse. I'm gonna go with Kevin Werter for the Sacramento Kings. Go to dark horse. Just, I, 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 he been doo-doo the past month, but maybe since it's man. not game, he'll probably. I don't know. I mean, I know he can't hit him, but yeah. Uh, let's see what's next. Um. You have uh, Team Antetokounmpo, Team Jazz, and Team Rookies um, for the um, scoring contest. So, who y'all got in this one? Rookies. I was about to say rookies. Rookies. So, rookies are Paolo Vanchero, Jaden Ivey, and Jabari Spiff Jr. Yep, rookies. rookies. I mean, I just don't – I mean, I can only trust Giannis. <laughs> on his team, and I feel like Colin Sexton is going to be a liability for the Jazz. Yeah. Okay. I despise Colin Sexton. Yeah. I could see I could see the rookies winning that one, too. Alright. The the contest that needs the most work, but yet they don't do anything with it. <laughs> um, Kenyon Martin Jr., Mac McClung, Trey Murphy the third, and Jericho Sims. This is easy. Honestly, I got Jericho. What? What? Huh? I got Jericho Sims, dog. I can see it, but I got Mac. Can somebody explain to me why Trey Murphy is in there? He actually has bounce. He just don't do it. He don't do nothing. Like it. He actually has bounce. Like I seen one of his dunks, and I was like, "Wait, where? Where is that being?" Because yeah, he shoots more from the perimeter during games. Than yeah, because he's pretty much no, a he really got in the Pelicans. So I'm just like, no, nah, he really got bounced. I, I saw he threw. I think he 
he shot one off the glass, caught it, caught it when it came through the hoop, windmilled it, and it went in. I was like, wait, what? Mm, I like that. I'm like that. That shouldn't even be possible. Like, what? Is, where? Where is this athleticism at? All right. If he pulls something like that off, he might have. He might. He might have a chance. Might be the only dunk he have, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what? What do you guys think that they could do to make the dunk contest more exciting? At this point, I think eradicated. Yeah, I'm about to get rid of it and do king of the court, man. Yeah, Boy. that's all about king the of the court. Make the slam dunk contest. Uh, act like a na- nationwide contest where you're bringing all these dunkers, like that's what they do. Like Jordan Killigan, frequent flyer, bring all these people. You could push it out and have them do on TikTok and be like, they doing it like dope dunks. Be like, hey, if you want to see me in the contest, click this button. You know what I'm saying? Go out there. So that builds up their platform. Mm-hmm. Give them like a ten thousand dollar cash prize for the winner or something like that. And then just having it because like dudes in the dunk contest now, they either afraid to ruin their brand. They don't want to get injured or they don't have their in-game dunkers and they don't have the creativity to actually do a dunk contest. Like that's what the other guys, this is what they do. Like they're the most creative people when it comes to dunking. Let them have that, have that look, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I would, I think they should do. Yeah. I, I mentioned this a while ago, but I like, I alluded to something like that just, or do like a, like a kind of like a, you know, a social media, star or something like that just do like you know randoms versus nba players mm-hmm. or, you know people that do it um and then maybe the nba players will actually step up because like all right well you either going to get exposed by this random dude in iowa or <laughs> you're going to go and compete yeah or at least have like a couple representatives from the nba but Man, get rid of it, man. We need the king of the court one on ones, man. What are we doing? We need, hey, we need some people getting exposed on the island, okay? Yeah, I need one, somebody to get cooked. One on one, king of the hill, three dribble max. Yes. And for all y'all real hoopers, y'all know if you playing one on ones, there's only a three dribble max. I want to hear now about no five dribbles. If you can't <laughs> get a bucket and three dribbles, you're not a real hooper. Don't care what you say. Thanks. Um, I'll go ahead and go with Kenyon Martin Jr. for 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 this one. I mean, I was a big fan of his dad, so I guess I'm a little biased, but I know he got bounced. I've seen him dunking games. We'll see how it translates to the competition, though. Uh, but I just, I just hope it's a good contest. That I'm just praying for that. Like, can mm-hmm. can we just have a good slam dunk competition? Like, that's where the bar is right now. I'll say if it doesn't do well, just cut it. King of the Hill. <laughs> I mean, but you gotta think though, they didn't I think they didn't have all the dunks physically possible though. Like, yeah, we got the professional dunkers, but yeah, they practice those like regularly. Like, you can't think it's- but the thing is, it's just like if 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 I'm not gonna get the the matchups that I wanna see, like uh, you know, like from like the uh prime players, like household names, I really don't care to see it. That's, yeah. that's what I want to say. It's like there's no like big names like yeah. Mac Chunk Clung is on a a two way deal like yeah. so yeah. it's like y'all gotta get some names out there. That's what's gonna help it because you know even you know a basic dunk it hits different when it comes from somebody like oh Zach Zion did right so. Zion, y'all know Zion can y'all know Zion is not doing no dunk con. He's he literally, even if it was all the top players, ain't nobody really trying to see Zion do it because we all know he's gonna get hurt, man. It's a four guard. You're right. He hurt right now. Like he's hurt right now. He was hurt last year. Like he's just not gonna make it to All-Star Weekend. Plus, he doesn't play enough in season, so it's gonna get to that point like why would you even compete in this? Yeah. I mean, hey, when you're 300 pounds or 6'6", six, six, and you're that explosive, things go wrong. Did, did y'all see the article that when I think the NBA uh, is looking at – I think they're going to do it this year to prevent the last pick type thing. They're going to 
have them draft the reserves first, like pick pick the reserves first. Trash. Yeah, like I don't I don't understand. Like, are we really trying to protect fragile egos here or what? Like yeah. it, you you Trash. realize that either way, someone's getting picked last. And if you are the last pick of the reserves, but y'all just happen to pick that group first, that tells you that they were going to be last if you drafted them as a reserve after the starters. Like, either way, they're going to be last. But mm-hmm. so if, if, if Marty's salty over that, they need to get over it. It's not like the same person is picked last every year because the, the, the names change and everything. So I don't get where this is coming from. I think it's a waste of time. They need to be putting their efforts into the slam dunk, fixing the slam dunk contest like we just talked about. And I'm like, you're voted one of the 24 best players in the NBA. So, like, why are we concerned about who's getting picked last? James Harden. <laughs> everybody knew, but everybody knew what that was. Like, that was the one right. where, like, everybody knew James Harden wasn't going to get picked last. It was just a situation. Brian over here, like, well, I know he's not going to pick him, so I'm going to just let him go last and then make it a whole thing. So, I ain't going to lie. That was funny. <laughs> but James Harden definitely made a call. Definitely a highlight. Absolutely. Charles over here been like, oh, no, he healthy now. He got traded. <laughs> that was funny. Absolutely. So you putting Icy Hot on that uh, leg right now on the hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy because he came back to literally the next game looked like he had dropped 20 pounds. I said, bro, stop playing. Yeah. I don't know what plane he on, but it – Shoot, I need it. (laughs) (laughs) But he's certainly an exciting player to watch. Uh, But I wanted to toss that question out to the group is who is the most exciting current NBA player to watch? There, there's a lot of guys out there. Uh, Excitement wise, mm-hmm. strict. Uh, Excitement wise, it would have to be. Jaw. Excitement wise, no, absolutely not. I'm tripping. I'm so sorry, Kyrie. I'm tripping. Oh, I'm tripping. Oh, I can't believe that. I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. Well, like, Box for me, I'm, hey, I'm stupid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I feel like Kyrie and, like, you know, well, like, Kyrie, Luca, and stuff. Like, I was trying to think of people that's, like, you know, exciting to watch, but like, I feel like those are kind of, like, givens. Those are, like, known. So I'm trying to think, trying to give somebody else some some love. So, Dame, because he can get hot, hotter than it, – it, it can get real ugly real quick. Uh, yeah, when he gets a chance to play, still Steph Curry. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll stay glued to the TV watching him shoot, you know, if he goes off at any point in time. Oh, what in the world? I'm gonna go Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is a good pick, too. Are we going with like, okay, I'll give my obvious pick and then I'll give my like under the radar pick. Um, I'm gonna go. Preferably Kyrie. Okay, number one. Uh-huh. And then my underrated pick, who I can sit there and watch get buckets. <sighs> that's that's tough. Um, when he gets to playing time, it would be Cam Thomas. Mm. But I'm going to say somebody that gets the actual playing time. My, my, my under the radar. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go shade and sharp for for the trailblazer. I'm gonna go SGA. Okay. Because mm. it's all. If you pay attention, it's all real quiet buckets. Yeah. It's real, real smooth, quiet. How in the world did he get thirty buckets? Mm-hmm. For me too. I like Jalen Brown. Yeah, that's a good pick. 
I don't like him. He messed up too many of my parlays. <laughs> Jalen Brown's a hooper, boy. He is a hooper. He is. <clears throat> Jaws definitely mine. If I had to pick a second. But he's not under the radar. But I and I don't get a chance to watch him much, but when I when I do like watch it before is Bradley Bill. Ooh. Cause, Cause he another one. He'll just get like bucket after bucket. I mean, he ain't doing nothing fancy, like necessarily. He just get buckets. Right. I feel like that with Clay though, cause Clay is excited. You don't know what you're gonna get, cause Clay, Clay have 18 all game, and then next thing you know, he had 18 in five minutes, and you be sitting there like, what, mm-hmm. what happened? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's. You talked about Dame earlier, like Clay, Bradley, Bill, they, those three hotter than fish grease at times, man. Mm-hmm. They just light it up. But, yeah, so I go with Ja and then Bradley Bill. It's kind of like – I think because he's he's under the radar because he's in Washington. But um, – He yeah. don't want to win like Dane. <laughs> Maybe not. We'll see. Well, there was a big game last weekend, and it was dope <laughs> that all of us coaches got a chance to watch the game together. Uh, so I say that again? All the coaches got a chance to watch the Super Bowl together in person. That was super dope. We haven't been able to do that in years. So, um, yeah, that was fire. That was a fire experience. Had a little get-together, had a little party at the at my house, and everybody had a good time. And there's a lot of debates. It was like a barbershop, barbershop basically, in my basement. The Man, way That Patriots fan was wilding. <laughs> nah, it was it was the had to shut him down quick. I was like, Doug, you only been alive for two Super Bowl wins. You got it. You're not a fan. <laughs> hey, my man, hey, my man's. I'm just saying, my man's didn't answer none of my questions to this day. None of my questions got answered. Now you're talking about the uh, you're talking about the Bengals fan. The, the yes, hey, not one question get answered. Who's it? Was that the old head? Yeah, yeah. Like, who was like the Michigan? It was like Cincinnati Bengals and a Michigan fan. Yeah. Yes. Didn't yeah. answer one of my questions. Hey, y'all was going back and forth. Keith yeah. was going back and forth. It was so funny. I didn't get none of my James. I didn't get none of my questions answered, so I gave up. He didn't. He didn't. As he kept, he he'll break. He'll throw up something random, like and then talk around it, but he wouldn't address your question. That was funny. Yeah. That's why I gave up. I was like, okay. Yo, yeah. I was about to tackle that dude because he kept walking in front of the projector when he was explaining. So I'm like, bro, you gotta I'm trying to watch the game here. No, for now that that was a definitely a dope experience. And for the listeners, but, I know that I'm <clears throat> I currently reside in Phoenix, Arizona, where the Super Bowl was hosted, but I already bought a ticket uh back in November to fly out there because my daughter's birthday is in February to hang with my parents. But James didn't know I was in town. Uh, me and Keith, our coach Pace, uh, left that on the wrap. So he didn't know until I popped up at his doorstep. So, and then, you know, Co- Coach Kenny came as well. So it was a, a nice surprise for everybody, but um, they got to witness my heartbreak. I w- Even though I wasn't really heartbroken, like it was, <clears throat> So the way I kind of took it, I guess we'll start off with, you know, I'm proud of how how my team played. Uh, I'm proud of Jalen Hurts. The only thing I can say is that I'm excited for the future and I can actually see Jalen Hurts winning a Super Bowl. Um, Now you start to nitpick the game. I know the biggest thing was the call, the holding call on Bradbury, on Juju. It was a whole, he held him, he tugged on him twice. It was, it wasn't a bad one. I mean, it was the first holding call, pretty much call all game. And he had one that was worse earlier in the game. I felt like that was kind of, you're you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to throw the flag there. Like you just got to let that play on. Um, But it was called. There, there's nothing you can do about it. So uh, I'm just proud. It, it was upsetting that they lost, but I didn't kind of, you know, I wasn't depressed about it or anything. I just saw the upside moving forward, uh, even though that a lot of these guys 
we, we got some cap situations to fill out, uh, figure out because of, you know, we're going to pay Hertz this offseason. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're going to be able to compete uh, for the for the next couple years. I'm not saying that we'll make the Super Bowl next year, but um, I, I can see us getting back there within the next four, four or five. You took a better much. You took a much better than I thought. You took a much better than I would have. <laughs> That's for sure. It's just the way everything happened. Uh, but I mean, Jalen Hurts played out of his mind. Like I was just like, he's gonna win this game by himself. Like really? at, at some point, that's that's how it was. Um, so let me. I'm gonna ask a follow up question, Coach Mercer. You're the uh, Eagles fan out of the group. So you lost your offensive coordinator and your defensive coordinator. This yeah. was the head coaching position. So that's good for them. But that's a lot to overcome as you transition to next season. Do you see there being a drop off? Or do you think that the, if they keep the players consistent for next year, that they'll be OK? Uh, I think they'll be OK. Our offense is going to pretty much be intact. We're going to let Sanders walk. I know that because we're not going to be able to pay him and Jalen Hurts. Um, Jason Kelsey still up in the air about retirement. So Juggers might come in. There's also talks about them also drafting another center. Um, Isaac, one of our guards, he he's uh, going to be open to free agency. So there's going to be a lot of uh, – but outside of that, you know, you got – I mean, we are a run and run by committee team, so I'm not mad at paying Sanders, even though he he was very underwhelming that game. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, but there's going to be a curve. I don't think we'll be as dominant, but I still think that we'll take the division. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we were. What were we? Well, I think we, we lost three games this year. So, I mean, maybe we'll be more of like a – well, like an 11 and 6. Mm-hmm. You're something, something around that ballpark. And um, – but we'll be fine. We we have to do something about Quez Watkins, though. <laughs> I need us to draft a receiver because <laughs> – one of the the field goals that we had or the field goal that we had to settle for that was off of the back of the bomb that um Jay or Jalen Hurst threw to him and he dropped it. If he caught it, we would have been like within 10 yards of the, of a touchdown. Um and we've been eating in the red zone and we're eating offensively pretty much all game. But there his drops come at the most crucial time. There's that one. There's the the commander's loss when he caught the ball and fumbled. Um, so he's we gotta do something. We gotta do something about that. Oh man. But yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I was like, isn't that do that fumble uh the Washington game? Uh Coach Pace, what were your reactions from the Super Bowl? See, I'm not going to be a positive, Patty, because I picked the Eagles to win, so they blew my parlay. So what we're going to talk about is the Eagles will go as far as that defensive line goes. That's how I look at it, because the offensive line was great. Jalen Hurts, great. Receivers, great. Secondary, held on as long as they could. Back in, back Linebackers held on as long as they could. The only problem was literally – the front four because they got no pressures okay like they might have i think they might have got to them they might have one or two pressures but it wasn't nothing that like really affected Mahomes outside of like them hitting him after the play and he got hurt a little bit but outside of that bruh they ain't really do nothing so that's really why the eagles lost the game the eagles pretty much go as far as that defensive line take takes them um so they need to i know I don't know if Fletcher Cox is supposed to be back. I don't know if he's going on free agency. I don't know if he's, he's a going free on. agent. His contract is up this year. Okay, okay. Which I think will be. I mean, yeah, they got Jordan Davis, but I mean, Fletcher Cox is Fletcher Cox. So, 
Yeah, I mean, he's a he's an integral. I mean, he's basically Philly. Like, with all due respect, he's he's like Jason Kelsey on the defense. That's what I compare Fletcher Cox to. Um, so I feel like they should probably, even if they start Jordan, I feel like Fletcher Cox should. They should need to get him. Um, but yeah, that D line, bro, sold him that game. Yeah. Sold him. I don't care what nobody say. That D line, and and uh, yeah, D line sold him. That's all I can say is the D line sold him. That's that's the big one, big glaring thing I saw in the Super Bowl was like D line sold him. Oh, and the coaching sucked on the D coordinator side because they couldn't figure yeah. out that uh, the motion. Yeah, there. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Motion. Yeah. The yeah, they should have figured that out with no problem. Yeah, the issue with that is that I mean, a lot of teams do it, but like in the red, the red zone, a lot of teams like to play man. Um, after that happened the first time, I wish they went yeah, more, more of a zone look because because or at least like have that, which is also on the defensive coordinator to have that talk with your your corners and be like, hey, at this point, if you see this look, stay disciplined here. Um, because for the first one, you got Darius Slay uh, thinking that he's going to run across and he's signaling a switch, but he turns his eyes away from the receiver and he just cuts back. And then I, I think that play call, the fact that they scored on it twice. And then also that fumble by Jalen Hurts were kind of like two of the biggest, like crucial crucial plays that happen in the game because also as we were talking um we thought philly was about to go up 20 21 7 yeah yeah or Jalen hurts fumbled the ball which you clearly saw that that would have been needed but um yeah it was kind of like one of those, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me type play, type of yeah. thing. And they were hard for attacking the opposite side that time, though, because then it's just like, because I'm sure if they did it towards Slay's side again, he hoping, I hope that he would have picked that out. But, you know, the funny part was you could see looking back on the game, you could see the scheme developing. Uh, whenever you have a good, play caller they're going to give you the same look but with a different result just to get you to think about that look that happened earlier i don't know if y'all saw it but they ran the play on um on one of the highlight reels um this week and it wasn't even an official play because i think uh the eagles jumped off side or something like that there was a penalty but they ran that look where um Tony Coe's in motion. But what they did was it was a screen to Tony. So they faked in or in and they, and then so the whistle blew, but Mahomes threw it. Right. Anyway, you know, just to just to complete the pass. And so that's the look that they gave in the red zone. So I think the Eagles off that first time were looking at it like, oh, that's that play they ran in the first half. When in reality, it was a completely different play, the same look, but a different, uh, a different result there. Uh, so are, you I was like, That's the, are you talking about when they were like spinning in the circle before the play? Uh, no, no, it was a different one. I, I forget. Yeah. But I remember they showed it on TV cause they highlighted it on one of the ESPN shows. And I'm like, yo, that's the same look, but it was a screen. It was like a, a, a screen pass. Yeah, off the end of the end around. So they didn't hand it off, but they threw it to the person that went around. And so this time, you know, the person goes around, everybody follows that, but then the other person does the out. So, and that's where they threw the ball mm -hmm. the second time. So it was just kind of like getting them off balance. So I thought that was a pretty good job of play calling right there. Um, but yeah, I, I was really impressed with the way Jalen Hurts played. Um, I thought he 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 played out of his mind. Uh, what y'all think about the uh, contract? You know, he he earned some money off of that performance. So do you all mm -hmm. think that, you know, if you were the Eagles and, or if you were Jalen Hurts, what type of contract would you be looking for? If I'm Hurts, run me my money. If I'm the team, 
hey, man, listen, we're going to pay you, but let's get one more year, see if we can run it back. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm hurts, run me my money. Sorry, I ain't taking no risks, man. Listen, you see what they're doing to Lamar. I know Philly going to take care of him, but guess what? Can't take no risks because, listen, you out there every day in that offense because he's a prime, like he's the main stake in the offense. He has to run. He has to throw. And listen, man, I'm sorry you got to run me my money. I know Philly going to take care of him, but I ain't like, nah, fam. Yeah. I'm a business too, just like y'all business. Yeah. And yeah. I'll go ahead. I, I'll wrap oh, up. No, I was just, just going to say, given the situation, yeah, get your money. Uh, only, only, only situation I don't agree with a quarterback not getting money is Dak Prescott. Other than that, get your <laughs> money. so the, they're they're going to pay him. There he had that discussion. They even talked to Howie about it and said like. Uh, well, are you like basically skeptical because of this is around the same time that they pay Carson Wentz his contract and it didn't pan out? And then, you know, how it was just like our decision then isn't going to affect Jalen Hurts' money now. So there's talk about him being uh, paid, being like the third highest paid QB coming into next year. They're projecting about 47 to 50 million a year. Um, which will put him above, like, yearly, he'll be getting paid more than um, Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray and them. So he, he's about to get a bag. They're about to cash him out. So, And people had questions if he was even a starting quarterback, caliber quarterback coming in. I didn't. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so – I guess my fault. Oh, go ahead, Coach K. I was going to say, uh, for me, um, uh, I was very impressed by Jalen Hurts' performance. Uh, I was actually kind of shocked that the game didn't get out of hand. Um, I was thinking that they wouldn't have. I think what also kind of killed the momentum of the Eagles, too, was when they did, they should, they settled for that field goal going into halftime instead of actually going for it. Um, but also, uh, Kadarius Tony actually, I've, I said I think he should be permanently on special teams. Uh, <laughs> that was a good return. Yeah, he actually didn't. He he did something worthwhile. Like he hasn't done anything in like like the last three games up until now. So, and uh, for me, I still was I was not impressed by Patrick Mahomes' performance. Wait, 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 wait. What? Wait, 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 wait. Here he go, man. Here he go. I knew it was something. I knew it was something. To get one Here he go, man. All right, let me listen. All right, I, all right. Well, what did he say? I missed it. I missed it. Go ahead, Coach K. I said I was not. It, it wasn't. Patrick Mahomes' performance wasn't as impressive as I thought it was going to be. I was looking for this to be his, like, breakout game, but it wasn't. Mm. The the Lord be trying to teach me patience, and I just don't understand because, like... I I mean, I... I I can't agree. I can't agree with that. I mean, he, he came back out in the second half on a bum leg down 10 to bring it's not his fault that his team got him kept getting him a short field and good field position his job is to cash it in and that's what they did uh, they leaned a little bit more on the running game um in the second half but i mean him him scrambling on that bum leg to that was huge picking up like 15 20 yards uh down the middle to put them in scoring position i i like there was you know there's people saying that they felt like jalen hurts could have been like super bowl mvp over uh patrick mahomes but I feel as though that they're even though that Hurts numbers look are are better, I feel like their impact was just the same for their team. 
Man, Kenny, you sound like Skip Bayless right now, bro. That that's what happens when you wear that stupid Cowboys jersey. <laughs> it starts rotting your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Don't don't you ever come on this show and say anything like that ever. <laughs> no, I, I'm with I, I think I'm with everyone else that's on on the show when it comes like, yeah, his numbers aren't gaudy because he had short fields, which so he cashed in the touchdowns that he's supposed to cash in. Because if he didn't, then we would be talking about all oh, Patrick Mahomes didn't take advantage mm-hmm. of the field. And then when he takes advantage of a short field, oh well, his numbers were just too low, you know, too low. But well, yeah, like the three touchdowns, it was like 183 yards, something like that. It wasn't like huge there. He had and, bigger scrambles. And he was like 13 for 14 in the second half. Yes. And I think that missed pass was just a throwaway. So yep. like yep. It was the one he threw out the back of the end zone. Oh, yeah. And then, actually, I think that that was the play that they did, like, the little turnaround thing. Right. And it's he talked about it. Um, I think he was on Jimmy Fallon. And what happened was the reason why he threw it away <laughs> is because they were running that play to confuse the defense. But he said once they went into the lineup, uh, I believe it was Marcus Epps, our safety, pointed who his target receiver was. He was like, that's our guy. So when he snapped it, he knew he had to throw it away. Wow. I was like, that's I was like, dang, if only I could have did that on the little whip route. Yeah. yeah. Nah, that was yeah. no, somebody watched film. Epps watched film. <laughs> yeah. But this reminds this reminds me of a time when uh, you know, people were talking about Thomas Edward Patrick Brady when he threw five hundred yards in a lost. Mm-hmm. To Nick Foles, and they said, "Well, technically Brady had the better game." If no, he won. Foles won. Still had a really good game. It just wasn't 500 yards worth of a game. So yeah, I think hey, he put up like 400. <laughs> he still put up like yeah, 400. like it, granted, what Jalen Hurts throw for like three, two seventy five, three hundred almost, three hundred four and three hundred yards. Three rushing, yeah. one passing touchdown. It would have been, it should have been like three passing touchdowns, but Devontae losing his footing and then Quez Watkins drop, dropping that pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember the drop. That was a tough drop. And also look at it in terms of um, not only the field position, but the, the question on Pat Mahomes was that in these big games, he turns the ball over. And he didn't turn the ball over once. So I look at it as like he took care of the ball, which we had questions on, people had questions on, because he was throwing two interceptions in the Super Bowl, the interceptions in the AFC Championship game last year, all that kind of stuff, the interceptions against uh, the Bucks and everything like that. So he, he took care of the rock. And he threw for the three touchdowns. He ran when he needed to run on one leg. And that's he did what he needed to do. So I don't think we could penalize them, him for that. Because he needed to score on every single drive in, in the second half just to win the game. He had to score on every drive. If he, if he takes one possession and squanders it, games over Philadelphia wins the Super Bowl. So, I don't know why you hating right now, Coach K. I stand by what I said, bro. Man, it has to be the Cowboys jersey. It has to be. That's the only thing. <laughs> um, back quickly back on the Jenga Hurts contract. I I wonder, I wonder if he'll at least present a Pat Mahomes ish contract, like the longevity. Hey, we want to secure you for a long time. We want to be able to keep. A.J. Brown, we want to be able to keep Devontae Smith when his contract. We want to be able to keep all these guys and then make the money for that contract uh, guaranteed. So he would still be getting the guaranteed money that these, uh, you know, that like Watson and all them get. Uh, what do y'all think about that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I hope he, I want him, I want him to get his, his money. Um, but you know, regardless of what position he wants to take, if he just wants to max out his dollars or make a team-friendly deal 
uh, he's shown me enough that is just like, okay, well, let's let's do something. Let's see that. Uh, I believe that he'll be able to make it work, whether if he's undermanned or not, because of just the way he leads the team. You AJ Brown is under contract. Um, you'll have to discuss Devontae's contract next offseason. Um, I mean, with Devontae being his boy, I'm pretty sure he'll probably look into him getting his money, making sure they can sign him next year. But I mean, the more he takes, he knows that you know, the less of a defense he's going to have. So, but the way they're, you know, making this offense and we'll see with the new OC moving forward, um, we're just going to have to become more of a, you know, a scoring team and going to have to win in spite of the defense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they move forward. Um, but if they can keep the the main nucleus together, um, especially some of the defensive talent, we'll see. But yeah, big ups to the Chiefs O line. Like I don't think any of us saw saw that to y'all's point. You know, Mahomes jersey was very clean at the end of the day, um, and we all thought that the defense was going to be a tipping point for that. Uh, so you know, a lot of talk is like, okay, two Super Bowls. Three appearances, two Super Bowl MVPs, two league MVPs, and he's in year five as a starter. So, so, so Pat Mahomes has had the best start to a career that anyone's ever had all around. Uh, so Brady had one more Super Bowl at this point, uh, but uh, less MVPs and stuff. So. Where does he rank on your all-time quarterback list? Um, I can go first. I'll just say quickly, right now he's three for me. So Brady, Montana, and then Mahomes. I anticipate Mahomes eclipsing Montana here in the next couple, you know, next couple of years. But right now, since we're talking about right now, I have him at three. Montana has four Super Bowls to Mahomes is two. Um and then we saw longevity through Montana's career, even when he was with the Chiefs. Uh, he still got them to an AFC championship game, and they didn't have much around him during that time, not too much, because um, they had an older Marcus Allen at one point, you know, and he's older. But uh, so we'll see what happens longevity-wise with um, Mahomes. Right now he's number three. So where do y'all have him on y'all's list? Uh, <laughs> that was pretty tough. Yeah, I honestly, I a part of this could be like forward thinking too, but I, I will put it. I could. I have no problem putting him at two. Um, I think the accolades is there. His talent surpasses the people in front of him. Yeah. Um. And the, and the way that he he's do he did it. So, of course, you go into this with you know pretty much just Travis Kelsey and a bunch of reject receivers. Everybody come Tony coming from the Giants, uh, Juju coming from the Steelers, um, MVS coming from the Packers. These are a bunch of receivers that nobody wanted. Counted out um, at, since the beginning of the season. Um, everybody expecting a down year, and then you come through on a bum ankle in your past two games and, you know, win a Super Bowl and have, you know, the the, the highest, like, um, what he put up, like, the most offensive yards in the league this year with, with what he had. And I think that he's have done – all uh his career uh three super bowl appearances five for five in afc um appearances i mean and he's not even really in his in his prime yet which is, is very thing. even though that i i don't think he will walk the league 
our walk his conference um because i do see you know him and burrow having a rivalry because his talent is um you know in that same realm but just just in a different way um but um yeah i, w- I would put him at two yeah. behind brady but i'm not mad at that coach pace where you have Mahomes on your all-time list um as of right now i can rock out two or three you can argue with me two or three i don't really care where you put him um i mean for all the accolades that he does have and it's only been a five-year span and i don't really see him doing anything i'm like i mean what can you really argue outside of the longevity factor like what can you like looking at the first five years for pretty much anybody. What can you really argue? So I'm cool. I'm cool with it. I don't see him dropping off for at least another 10 years. So let's rock out with it. Top top two and he's not – well, top three and he's not three. Put it like that. I'm with that. Coach K, watch your mouth now before you say something. I got him. I got him in my top four. Top four. Okay. So who are the other three? So unfortunately, Tom Brady is number one. <laughs> uh, Peyton Manning. And then I got John Elway. Or sorry, Montana, not Elway. And then I got Patrick Mahomes, and I think by when it's all said and done, I think Mahomes will end up being like number my number two. Okay. When it's all said and done. Well, why is Peyton so high? I about to say, what what's the fascination with Peyton? I respect Peyton. Don't get me wrong. I respect Peyton, but what's the fascination with Peyton? Uh as far as in my mind, he's only won one Super Bowl because he was carried in that second one. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Uh, I'm just going purely based off of stats for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely has the record. Accolades. You want to say, yeah. Peyton, Peyton played a longer, a long, long time, too. Like I said. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. It's all said and done for me. Okay. Holmes will probably be number two. Okay. Hey, Mahomes get five of them things, though. He might be number one. But we ain't going to talk about that. We can talk about that. Hey, he hit that five. I'm going to be looking at y'all like, this that Le- LeBron Jordan and that LeBron Jordan debate. Huh? I said, I even Le- if he needs five, he could hit, he could hit four. Yeah. You got to think of all the passing records that he's, he's in line of taking over because he's putting up way more yards than Brady ever has in, in a shorter span of time. So, yeah. Four? Oh, man. Yeah, I just have to wait till his career. I got to see what he do, man. But I could I could see four. Yeah. But I know I know the magic number cuz he might look up like Peyton and get one like that. Yeah. So and, and especially if he adds like another MVP or two throughout his career as well. I could see him having less rings than Brady but maybe considered just as good or or better if he has those other things attached to him. Man, for his career, he already has like 24,000-plus yards. Jeez. Career so far. I'm about to say, he could drop dead right now and still be better than Aaron Rodgers, but we ain't going to get on that topic today. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> and then also what he has over Brady is that his effectiveness in the run game, too. So you can have a bunch of those rushing touchdowns and rushing yards where it's just like Tom Brady can't even catch a can't even catch a pass. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I I'm anxious. We'll talk about Aaron Rodgers on another show, but I'm anxious to see what uh, but anyways, yeah, it was a it was a, it was a great game. Um yeah, Mahomes, that was a legacy move for him, I felt. And we'll see uh, how they're able to do next year if they have a Super Bowl hangover or not. 
The AFC is stacked. You know, we have to see what happens with Lamar Jackson. Does Aaron Rodgers come to the AFC? Does Sean Payton uh, make Russ look like old Russ and not this new Russ that didn't do anything this year? Um, does the new coat, you know, new um, coordinators for the Chargers, you know, make the Chargers more competitive and not give up like twenty plus point leads in the playoffs? Like you know, those kind of things. Uh, because if that if that division gets more competitive, the the Chiefs have benefited from dominating that division. So because they're able to beat up on those teams for the most part they haven't had to play a wild card game. They're playing all their games at home and, and having that extra week off. But if that division gets more competitive, it could compromise that luxury for Kansas City for it. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I hear that the Broncos is trying to build a super team, right? Mm-hmm. They, they got, they already got Sean Payton. I was talking about getting Rex Ryan as a defensive coordinator. Oh, hey. So yeah. Go ahead, Coach. Do, do the Bills have any hope whatsoever? Hope at I hope at what? Negative. <laughs> Next question. Um it, it depends on the health of Bob Miller. Yeah, and as far as the Broncos super team, they ain't gonna build no super team around Russell Wilson. <laughs> I don't care if Sean Payton is the coach. You you ain't you ain't on board with Bronco Country. Let's ride. You ain't on board. No, I've never been on board. <laughs> James, you're not even on board. What are I, you talking I, about? <laughs> I, I, I just love making fun of it because it was hilarious. Uh, okay. All right. Well, we'll be covering that as moves are made. You know, oh, Derek Carr is another name out there. Where is he going? You know. So we'll see what happens. Um, but now we. We're gonna tell you how to spend your money this weekend. So we mm-hmm. were we were football focused before. Now we're transitioning to basketball betting. So um, Coach Murphy, Coach Pace, take it away. All right, man. Quick three. Uh, we got two games tomorrow. We got uh, Wisconsin beating Rutgers, and then Davidson beating St. Joseph's, and then also I have Buddy Hill having the longest made shot streak in the first round in a three-point shooting contest. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I ain't going to lie to you. I might book that myself while you playing over there. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. My, my little Betsy. All right. So I got – oh, goodness. I'm going to go with – since it's All-Star Week, I'm going to just do a strictly All-Star bet. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Team LeBron. All right, just take the money line. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Rutgers beating Wisconsin. All right, take the money line on that. And then I'm going to go with, you know, I would say just for a safe bet um, tomorrow, I would go with Indiana beating Illinois. Mm. Just because Indiana is on a hot streak. Man. This one. This one's tough. So we had Wisconsin on the money line, Buddy Hill with longest streak of three-pointers in, in round one, and Davidson money line. And then we had Team LeBron winning on the mm-hmm. You had Indiana winning. And what was the other mm-hmm. one? Rutgers. Rutgers. Yep, Rutgers. Ooh. Oh, man. I If I had to choose between the two. So the hard one for Coach Merce is the Buddy Hill consecutive made shots. You got to believe in your buddy, man. <laughs> Here's what his is the bigger payout, but mine is the safer. I get I wouldn't even say it's safe because I got ten, I we don't know who's gonna be on Team LeBron. That's true. That's Man, we know, but Bron is playing and Giannis might not because he has a, a hand injury. So yeah, that's true. I forgot. So, so would they elevate somebody last minute? 
Uh, I mean, if it, I think he'll play limited minutes because his results came back negative or his x-rays came back negative, but I don't think he's going to be out there like he typically is. And then, mm-hmm. plus, I mean, Bron, I mean, Bron has the advantage of he doesn't have any of his teammates um, and the – in the all-star game, and even if it was, it would have been AD. You already know that Giannis is going to take Drew Holiday, even though that there's going to be somebody better on the board. <laughs> He'll probably take Drew Holiday first out of the reserves, and it's like you got you got Embiid in your reserves, and you can take in Drew. <laughs> Man, this this was I'll I'll go with Coach Murphs only because I don't know how this 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 team LeBron team is gonna go down. I'm not sure how what this is gonna look like. I was on the I was on the um my my other one was uh I'm feeling like a Kentucky upset is overdue because they're unranked right now and they're going against Tennessee at Kentucky. So I'm sitting there and my, my other one was like can Kentucky can Kentucky pull it off? Because they they're due for an upset. Like Kentucky's been bad this year, but they're only a plus two and a half. So that means they're only getting a. It's up in the air, and they don't know who's gonna win. And Kentucky's only down because I mean, they got the home. Well, they got home field. So I'm like, eh, that could be an interesting oh. one right there. That is an interesting one. Man. Don't bet on the Bulls. Absolutely not. Yeah. Wouldn't even waste my time. Y'all lost to a Nets team with nobody on it. Almost like a Cowboys team. We let Rick Lopez put up 33 points the other night. Yeah, Bro, they, they blew two 20-point leads to Indiana. <laughs> two. <laughs> and one <laughs> in a span of like two weeks. Yeah, man. Coach K, I think we need to have an episode clearly on you reevaluating your fandom because this Cowboys thing ain't working, this Chicago Bulls thing ain't working. We you might have to everything that sucks. That's what he's (laughs) man. Look, all I can say is is Russell Westbrook somehow finds his way to the Chicago Bulls. I'm knocking Benny the hell out. <laughs> knocking the knocking the uh the helmet straight off his head. The mask straight off, man. Mask over. You go you go take it out on the mascot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why hurt people hurt people. That's a that's a perfect example of that. Coach K, you need to rectify the trauma that has been inflicted in your sports fandom. You know what I'm saying? Me. I got rid of the Cowboys and I didn't look back and I feel great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I was in an unhealthy relationship with the Cowboys franchise. True. So when they stunk it up, like we all thought they were going to, I was fine. I was fine. And no Pittsburgh didn't make it to the playoffs because the Jets don't know how to play football and they don't have a competent quarterback. But I was like, hey, they play hard every single game with less talent than the Cowboys do. And I've been a model of consistency. So I sleep, I sleep peacefully at night while you having nightmares of Benny the Bull. <laughs> you know, so, you know, let's just, let's just, just think this thing about it. Just pray about it, you know, a little bit. It's okay to let go. I can't let go of the Bulls, but... My number two team is Chicago, and they it's another trash franchise like the Bears. I I don't know, man. I just have no. So, Art, real quickly before we wrap up, are they keeping Justin Fields? Or are they going to shop him? I think they're going to shop him. Unfortunately. Y'all got to be the dumbest franchise I've ever come across outside of the Cowboys. Like, that's truly – You don't want to play in – I just have a feeling that's what they're going to do. He said, I want a dome. Oh, that, that 
They about to go for Bryce Young, and you don't even know what that what that's going for. Don't even know. Cause I'm like, y'all, like, you you have a porous offensive line as it is, and you're going to get a smaller quarterback, like physically. Like, yes, he could be very talented in the NFL. I'm not saying he's not going to be, but you got to be able to protect the man first, and you don't even got the people to do that. Oh. <laughs> So why are you investing in another quarterback when this one even hasn't hasn't even had a good offensive line? So yes, he's really good at running. It was like, well, he needs to get better at throwing, sure, but he also needs time to throw the ball and people to throw the ball too. Then you can like objectively evaluate him. I agree, bro. I agree. And that way you can get rid of him if you wanted to after a year or so, and then. Bring another, bring somebody else in, but at least you would have the talent around him that you could plug a quarterback in and play. But we can't expect irrational franchises to make decisions that make, you know, that are objective. Mm-hmm. Been like this for years, bro. So, okay, you gotta get rid of both of them. You gotta get, you gotta get, actually, all three of them. Count the bulls, you gotta get rid of all three of them. Like you gotta do a fan overhaul. Okay. I might have, I might have to. If the bull, if Russell Westbrook ends up with the Bulls, <laughs> oh, I hope he does. Just so we can revisit this topic. <laughs> Carl, the Carlos Boozer situation, trading away Jimmy Butler, Laurie Markinen, uh It's been one interesting decision after another. But we'll be here to cover it as things develop. We appreciate y'all for hanging out with us. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Enjoy enjoy y'all's weekend. Stay safe and stay blessed, y'all. Peace.